Broadcasting live from the North Fulton Business Radio X studio, it's time for To Your Health with Dr. Jim Morrow. To Your Health is brought to you by Morrow Family Medicine, an award-winning primary care practice, which brings the care back to health care. Hello and welcome to episode 55 now of To Your Health with Dr. Jim Morrow. I am Jim Morrow and I'm thrilled that you would take some time to listen to some ideas that I have and listen to a guest that we're going to have today. Uh, it is episode 55 and that's just a glorious thing. I'm just thrilled to death that we're two years in to this and it's, it's been fantastic. Uh, I am with Morrow Family Medicine, a member of Village Medical and we have offices in Cumming in Milton, Georgia. We are still bringing care back to health care. We're using state-of-the-art technology and what we like to think of as old-fashioned care to do our best to bring your care to the level where you'd like it to be. So if you're looking for a family physician or family practice, we'd love for you to check us out and give us an opportunity. That would be great. So I've started most of the podcasts in the not too distant past with something about the coronavirus. And I've done some podcasts that were completely about the coronavirus, but um, I'm starting with sort of an update and it seemed like a good idea this time to talk about the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Um, I think everybody probably knows we've had two vaccines for a long time, Pfizer and Moderna, two shots apiece, storage issues with them, that kind of thing. And then Johnson and Johnson was approved, I guess a couple of months ago, uh, by the FDA for emergency use, and they started doing that. And they gave about 7 million doses, and six people had a cavernous sinus thrombosis. The cavernous sinus is a big vein, basically at the base of your brain, is each way to describe it. And it's not something you see a lot. Not a lot of people get clots in that area. But six of the 7 million people that got that vaccine did. And so they stopped giving it, and they looked at the data and they examined it and they studied it in ways that they could. And they decided very recently, I think day before yesterday, that it was okay to go back on the market with it. So they're starting to give the Johnson and Johnson vaccine again. And if you think about six out of 7 million, what that means to me is that it's safer to get that vaccine than it is to drive to the place to get the vaccine. So it's still a very safe vaccine. Uh, Johnson Johnson vaccine has been shown to be 100% effective at preventing serious disease, hospitalization, and death, which is what matters. It's not as effective as Pfizer and Moderna at preventing all infection. It's 65-ish percent at that. The others are 94, 95% at that. But it does prevent you from having bad outcomes from COVID-19, and that's obviously very, very important. So I always say that the best vaccine you can get is the one you can get. So if you have an opportunity to get a vaccine, doesn't matter to me what it is, get the vaccine because you're not going to regret it. You're going to be glad that you had a chance to do that. I am very excited today on the podcast to have a guest that I've known for a very long time. I will give a little bit of a disclaimer. Uh, this man is what I consider to be my best friend. Uh, he essentially kept me working years and years ago. Uh, so our guest is going to be Matt Foltz. And Madam will keep you muted here for a little bit because I don't need you jumping in on me here. Um, Matt owns and runs Champion Physical Therapy in Cumming in Alpharetta, Georgia. And I want to tell you how we met back in 1990. 
I had some pain in the leg, was diagnosed with arthritis in the hip, was told I was going to have to, both, have to have both hips replaced probably in the near future. Well, the doctor said, well, you need to get this particular muscle stretched in your leg, your sartorius muscle, you need to get that stretched. Well, in 1998, there were not many physical therapists in Cumming, Georgia, uh, and I knew one, and I went to him, and I told him, I said, hey, I need to get my sartorius stretched. I've been diagnosed with arthritis in the hip. And he said, oh, okay, come on back. So we start walking back to an exam area where we could do this. And he stopped at a bookcase and pulled out a book, opened it up on the table, started flipping through it. And I said, uh, what you doing? He said, uh, you know, that, that weird. I got to, I got to look that up. And I was wearing a pager back in the day. And I said, oh, look at that. My office needs me. I'll have to come back. So I left because he wasn't touching me. And I knew that there was another physical therapy place in town at the time it was health South. And so I didn't know anybody there, but I drove over there and walked in and saw this lady at the desk who I know now to be Julie. And I said, Hey, I'm Dr. Morrow. I've got pain in the hip and arthritis. You got a therapist I could talk to. Sure. Well, at the time, I'm sure Matt wasn't very busy there, but he was working there and he came out and said, Hey, I'm Matt Fultz. I said, well, can you help me? He said, sure. So we walk him back. And we started to go to an exam area, and I said, uh, you don't need to, like, look that up or something? He looked over his shoulder and kind of like, he said, why in the world would I have to look that up? I said, I don't know, but you're my new physical therapist. So it got to where I could barely walk, and I went in there twice a week, and he would stretch me, and my hips would crack. It sounded like somebody ripping a leg off a chicken. And I would walk out fairly straight up and a couple of days later I'd be hunched over walking and walk out straight up. And for two and a half years, he kept me walking. So that's how I met Matt Foles. And Matt, thank you so much for agreeing to, to come on and do this and help people understand what physical therapy is all about. Hey, I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me. That's what everybody says. You get nothing more unique than that. Nothing original. Really. Um, that's what you're going with. I'm going to stick with that. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just, I'm really glad that you're here. Matt and I have always said that we wanted to have a radio show and we figured it'd be at three in the morning on WSB and nobody would listen. And both of us got to work the next day. So that wouldn't work either. But, uh, I'm just very excited to have you. I want you to, if you would, to tell people about champion physical therapy, uh, what you're doing, how you're doing it, where you're doing it, that kind of thing. Okay. Well, I, I started Champion Physical Therapy uh, February of 2007 after working for a big healthcare company, which you already mentioned, it was HealthSouth. I worked there for 11 years and, you know, and I value everything I learned from, uh, you know, great uh, men that were, you know, that were my, my bosses, I guess you'd say, and um, taught me a lot about operating a facility and managing people. And so I decided in 2007 to jump out of the airplane, take my kids' college money out of the bank and, uh, and uh, open up Champion in 07. And then in 2009, opened up the Alpharetta Clinic. And, uh, you know, we're just a private practice, a handful of really good therapists that are there to do what we do is to help people and just like yourself, keep them walking, keep them doing things, enjoying life and get back to living. That's wonderful. And I know you've been doing this for for quite some time, you mentioned the years and stuff. And I, I think it's remarkable when I think back to physical therapy, when I started practicing in 1985, back in what I refer to as the old days. And 
you know, therapy has changed so much. There's so many things you do today. They didn't do them. What are some of the things that are available to you today that weren't available 10 years ago, even? Yeah, it's kind of funny. You know, it's, I get all these interns in now that are the the young guns that all have all the new bells and whistles and, and thought processes. And, you know, I'm still, I'm a little bit, you know, country and a little bit rock and roll, you know, I'm a little bit old time therapist. I'm trying to lose some new, learn some of these new tricks. And, um, it, there's a lot of great things now that we're doing with, um, you know, like for example, it's not, not at all clinics that have this, or I'm not even sure any other physical therapy places have it, but we have a mild hyperbaric chamber, which we utilize to, uh, speed up a healing process, increase oxygen to tissue. We use it, we can use it for, um, you know, we used it for concussions. We're using it for some of the post uh, COVID patients. Um, we're using more with one of the old things that's been out for a while is isokinetic strengthening. Um, but the way we use it now is kind of changed. Um, uh, so we're, we've, we've made some new uh, gains in how we operate isokinetic uh, rehab or, th- or strength training. Um, there's another treatment we use, which is fairly new, which is kind of like a, the laser therapy or a, uh, infrared light therapy. So we're using some of that with some of our, uh, uh neuropathy patients uh, that we see for some, uh, for some of the doctors in the area. Uh, so yeah, and a lot of just new techniques as far as, uh, therapeutic exercise principles. That's a fancy word. They teach you that at Emory. Yeah. Uh, the therapeutic exercise principles. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, so of those therapeutic exercise principles, I know, you know, very few things work as well as stretching and strengthening. And I, I, I tell patients all the time, there was a video on Facebook that I shared, uh, been several weeks now of a probably 15, 18 month old kid who had an ice cream cone and he took his right foot and he swiped his foot across the ice cream cone and he licked the ice cream off his toes. And my contention is that if we all did that at that age and continued to do that, nobody would have back pain. <laughs> I, I mean, seriously, yeah. is that, is back pain not one of the biggest things you see? It's absolutely back and neck pain is one of the probably more than 60 over the 60% of our business uh, or, or some derivative of it. I know that's another big word, uh, but there's, you know, the back pain and how it relates to hip pain, as you well know, um, but yes, if, uh, if we maintain correct flexibility and strength, uh, our spine would be in much better health. I know the times that I've worked with you on a regular basis over all these years, whether it was my back or whatever joint replacement might've been, I've had too many done that that's the thing that's made the biggest difference. And when I don't do it, it makes the biggest negative difference. <clears throat> but I know also other than those more traditional things, I came in there, I don't know how long it's been now. It's been six or eight years ago. And my wrist was hurting. It was terrible. I'd strained it doing something. It'd been a long time because I'm not going to come see you if it hadn't been a long time. Right. And you said to me, well, do you want me to needle it? And <laughs> I'd never heard that before. And my response to you was really times are so hard. You've, that's what you're down to. You're down to needling, but you're sticking needles in people and you did needle it. And I was blown away by the look of those needles in my arm. And the next day, the tendons in my wrist didn't hurt anymore and didn't yeah. hurt again. 
and I, di- I didn't bring that that new therapy up originally when I was talking a few minutes ago, but I figured we'd get around to it. But yes, the dry needling or is is one of these new things that's has come along the scenes about 2010. And when it first came out, I was, you know, being an old timer like I am, I kind of thought, you know, that's a bunch of voodoo kind of magic, kind of exactly. a bunch of placebo effect kind of thing. And one of my therapists wanted to get certified in it. And I, you know, I, I pay for my, my, my clinicians to get their certifications. And, but this one happened to be pretty expensive. And I thought, you know, I'll pay half. And he came back and, and I became a believer when he fixed a problem in my back that I had not been able to fix for several years. And so I ate crow and I paid him his other half of his tuition. And then since then, got certified, went to Boulder, Colorado, out there to where the Institute is and got my second certification and have probably paid more than $40,000 for my other clinicians to get certified. And it is, it's a remarkable treatment. It's, it's very unusual. And obviously it's something that has, has kind of rolled over from Asian, you know, acupuncture uh, therapy. And so, but here in the States, we've done more research on it. We continue to do more research because it's, it's just kind of an unusual thing how it works. It's, I think it's remarkable. Uh, I, I've seen it work for swelling in the feet, even certainly any number of joint pains and things. And it, it is truly remarkable, especially like when you like the end of it, when you're doing it and the music you play while you're doing it is a real bonus. Well, I got to I do not like the end of it. He is, uh, Jim is not telling the truth on that. <laughs> However, I can put electrical stimulation to the needles, which is a whole game changer oh that's what it was i was yeah yeah, well, yeah they do a treatment in acupuncture where they do they put this i think it's a moxie it's like a moss or something and they actually light it on fire which i think you know might i guess it creates a little bit of a heating element to the needle um but we're not taught that yeah we don't well, we're not taught that kind of stuff but we are taught another treatment that is cupping therapy which you might have seen like uh, michael phelps in the olympics with a cup mark. So that is something we actually, I was already trained in and doing well before that came on the Olympics. I was kind of hoping 11 live news would call me and say, Hey, what's this all about? Because I've been doing it for years, but uh, that's another very interesting uh, kind of myofascial release technique that we use with those suction cups. Well, that was actually next on my list, but you did that to me one time and Peggy thought I'd been mugged. So Explain how cupping, what we know about it. I know probably don't know the details. How is that supposed to work? Well, so in, in oriental medicine, they believe the cups suck out these toxins. And then based on the skin color, they can say, okay, it's pinkish. It's uh, You have inflammation. If it's red, it's sepsis or who knows what. If there's all kinds of different definitions. So here in the States, we... We realize one thing for sure. Yes, it does create a negative pressure around damaged tissue, and it does help to more or less pull out some of the byproducts of an inflammatory response, which is kind of like what you get with a massage. They tell you, you get a massage, you drink a lot of water, help flush that all out. So that's one thing it does. And that's the only really similarity between that and, and Asian medicine. The other is it does create a myofascial release. So instead of doing like deep tissue massage where you're trying to break up adhesions between muscle bellies and fascia layers. 
instead of digging in, you more or less are pulling apart. I tell people it's like pulling chicken, chicken meat apart. You're just pulling that apart and you're separating those adhesions, which le- allows for better muscle activation and, and the way a muscle should work or the way a joint should work. The third thing, and we're still doing research on this, is we believe that part of the process of healing or lack thereof in a, in a, in a, in a traumatic site or traumatized site, as well as we age, is what we get called blocked capillary channels, where oxygen profusion across the capillary membranes is less than it usually is based on inflammation and or age or both. So we can create a negative pressure around those capillaries and unblocked blocked capillary channels and and thus better oxygen perfusion and better healing but we're still re- we're still looking at that we're still researching that uh, that's that's awesome and i know a lot of people swear by that as well uh so one of the things that i see people going to therapy for more and more you know you've always got the the back pains and the injuries and the shoulder pains and people that are rehabbing this and that and injury, but weakness and balance. Yes. More balance really is the diagnosis. Weakness is the problem. Um, how are you able to help these people and how much are you able to help those people and how much of that's going to be paid for by insurance? Cause that's one thing that everybody's going to want to know. Well, most of the balance issues that we see are obviously going to be in 65 and up or 70 and up. It's going to be in people that as they age, you know, obviously as we age, we get weaker. Um, but the balance issue becomes a problem as our sensory, our three sensory systems for balance, which is one, our vision, obviously as we age, our vision gets worse. So our ability to, to, to see casting shadows and how we can see. So we prevent tripping, but also your vision matches up with our other two systems, which is your inner ear, which is for the vestibular system, which you you ride a spinny ride and you get dizzy. The third is our proprioception, which is all of your joints and your body's ability to know where we are in space. Mm -hmm. So those three are the things that we are challenged with in therapy. Is So we try to in therapy is to figure out where's the problem with some of these issues with people and then address that. So if it's proprioception, if their ankle and their knee and their hip doesn't respond quick enough to movement patterns and they start to fall, but they can't recover quick enough, then we need to address that. And sometimes we have to do exercises where we shut their eyes and do balance exercise. So we take vision away. So we challenge the other two systems more. Obviously we can't eliminate the vestibular system and not very easily, unless I guess there's a drug that (laughs) you might order, but um, so, yeah, so those are things. And obviously strength, we want to make sure they have the appropriate ankle strength to recover from, you know, a deviation in a forward lean or a backward lean and and being able to recover from that. So absolutely a big thing that actually needs to be addressed more in therapy, probably in the aged population, every, for everybody that comes in for those folks, regardless of the, of the diagnosis. Yeah. It's a huge problem. And in, in our office, uh, it's impossible essentially for a, Medicare patient or anybody 65 or older, regardless of insurance, to come in and not get quizzed about fall risk because falls are such a, a terrible contributor to bad outcomes uh, in the, the world today. It's, it's ridiculous. 
So I, I think that's great. And I do refer people uh, to uh, physical therapists. I usually send them down the street. I don't send them to you most of the time. Um, but I, I see really good outcomes. But I see better outcomes in people, regardless of the problem, in people who will continue to do those exercises at home. And I know you do too. So how do you, how do you ingrain in people? Because you've never succeeded with me because I don't do them at home. So how do you convince people to do these exercises at home so that they can stay at the level they were when they left your clinic yeah. and improve? Yes. And, and sometimes it's probably easier to build a boat engine than to get people to do the things they're supposed to do <clears throat> by far. And I, I, and I tell people that and, and my, the way I do it is I kind of, I stick with the bread and butter stuff, the basic things I feel like people can do and do it easily where it's not going to be a big hassle for them. Uh, so, you know, I may, I may only pick about three exercises for them to do at home that are going to be really important and just, and, and just tell them up front. So, you know, Hey, I get it. It's not an easy thing to do, but pick a time. It'll t- maybe take you three or four minutes out of your day. Do it. Maybe you can do it while you brush your teeth or do it during TV commercials or something. And um, because that's, that's probably one of our biggest struggles. And I'm up front with patients that, you know, coming to see me, yeah, it's great that you're doing this once or twice a week, but it's what you do that's going to make the difference. And, uh, and, for, and for people that are a fall risk, <clears throat> you know, they definitely need to be able to do some, some strategies at home to work on balance, but obviously they need to do it in a safe environment. And we talk to them about how they can do that. Yeah, don't do it in the bathroom. No, well, there are, are no, no soft surfaces. You know, no, you don't do that no, in the bathroom. No, you don't want to do that. No. And I would tell you how we tell people to do it, but then people wouldn't come see me. Excellent point. Yeah, I don't Excellent want to point. Secrets away. So I, I do want to take a second to remind everybody that this episode of To Your Health is brought to you by Mora Family Medicine, and we are a member of Village Medical. Uh, I made the choice to align with. Village MD and Village Medical, this national organization a few years ago, when I realized that I wanted to spend more time taking care of my patients and leave the financials, the technology, the operations of the company uh, to someone that does those things well. And so uh, started uh, slowly back a long time ago, having Village MD help us with our quality measures for our Medicare patients. And then at the first of this year, uh, Village Medical, their practice uh, subsidiary actually purchased the practice. And I have to tell you, it is a change, but I do believe it's going to be a very good change. At this point, things are going very well. I'm very happy with it. You will see over the next few months that the offices have village medical signs and our people will be wearing village medical scrubs and so forth. But the plan is for it to be the same care that you got when it was called Mara Family Medicine. And I, I have to admit I'm not thrilled about the fact it's not going to be called Mara Family Medicine anymore, but when I look at the advantages to every single person involved, it makes that a lot easier. One of the reasons I signed up with these guys in the first place was that their leaders share my values about putting patients first, and if you're not doing that, Matt Foltz is doing that at Champion. We're doing that here. If you're not doing that, you're just not doing your job, and I'm looking forward to being part of this fast-growing national group. So we're very excited about that. So Matt, getting back to you, you still here? Yeah, you're still I'm here. here. I can't get rid of you that easy, can I? So I want you to to tell me the difference between physical therapy and occupational therapy. 
Uh, physical therapy, generally, we work with the body as a whole when it comes to um, strengthening and recovery from a traumatic event or a injury. Uh, occupational therapy for the kind of the 90% of it, maybe 80% of it has to do with rehab medicine where they are going to work with a stroke victim or a head injury victim or somebody who their upper, their upper arm, their arms are, um, you know, something's not working right. So they're going to teach them to, they're going to work on arm strength or they're going to work on their ability to feed themselves and feeding strategies and buttoning buttons and the strategies for, to improve activities of daily living with their arms. Um, there is a carve out of occupational therapists who specialized in hand therapy and it's more related to orthopedics where an OT would, would work on a, you know, a, a surgery on a finger or a wrist and they, they have all these fancy devices they use and splints. So that's the biggest difference is the, the, the an OT is going to work in a, in a medical facility or rehab facility to help people regain their, 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 their daily living strategies for feeding and self-care. Um, and even you know, dressing, uh, whereas in physical therapy, we're going to do kind of more strengthening, whole body strengthening to address a certain diagnosis. Probably your biggest difference. Okay. I've always been a little bit on the confused side about that. And I've been a doctor for 35 years. So that doesn't say much for me as a doctor. I don't guess does it. So I, I know champion, you know, you do all the traditional stuff. I've seen people in there working their legs and machines and everything, but you've, you've done some other things, some more unique things. Uh, you did a, you have a golf program. We do. Uh, Keith who works for me, Keith Borger is, um, Titleist performance Institute certified. So he is not a, he's not, he doesn't give golf lessons. He doesn't do that, but we do have a room with a golf mat and a net that you can full swing hit balls and he comes in and he does measurements of flexibility and strength measures he he videos your your swing puts it up on a screen draws all these lines it's um very complicated but he knows what he's doing and then based on that he will prescribe certain exercises to address the issues and then thus help your game I don't think it could help my game, Matt. I got to be real honest with you. Yeah, I have not gone through the program yet, but I think I I have to do something. I've seen you play. You do have to do something. Yeah, there's no question about that. And then I want to hear I want to hear about this treadmill in Alpharetta. You got like a two million dollar treadmill in Alpharetta. (laughs) Business must be great in Alpharetta. Well, uh, there's loans that help with that, but. Yeah, the Alter G, uh, something I've been thinking about for a while, but because of the price tag, have been very uh, worried about taking a leap of faith. But finally decided, you know, we're we're trying to get involved in more runners in that area. But it's not just runners that they can use it. Any we use it for all different patients. But the Alter G is an it's called an anti gravity treadmill, and you essentially you get in this thing, you have these shorts on, and you zip into it. And it fills up with air and it will, it'll, it'll weigh you. And then once it does all this and calibrates, then you can put in that you want to run or walk at 50% of your body weight, 25%. You just dial it in and there you go. So if you're 200 pounds and you want to be a hundred pounds, then you get in it. 
times. And uh, I like still 100 pounds when you get out, or you're back to 200. I like to get in it just to see what it feels like to be 100 pounds lighter. (laughs) It's actually a little bit depressing, but it's an appointment because I'm on my way. I got to tell you, it's been, and then there's a video camera in there. So while you're running, we can see what your feet are doing as your heel strike, your, your foot, you know, your foot mechanics. Because obviously when you're in this thing, you really can't address what the, the lower extremities look like. So you do that via the camera on the screen. So, it's yeah, it's really a remarkable device. Um, and uh, it's we, we're having a lot of great outcomes with it, with patients down there. And um, we can actually have people come in that, that just want to pay to run on it, just when that, are, that are like marathon trainers that are having some glitches with some iliotibial band problems that, that are holding them up, but they can get in there and run for an hour and have zero pain. Wow. That's remarkable. That is remarkable. And I, I'm, I'm glad you have it. Cause I know, you know, running is, is a fantastic exercise is the only exercise I ever liked and had to quit years and years and years and years ago, which is pretty obvious. Well, um, I, I, I hurt both my knees and it's, I can't run anymore, but I can, however, run while I'm on that and that. Yeah. So. That's, that's wonderful. That's great. That's awesome. Apparently I need to be running more on it, but yeah. So we're kind of at our time. So Matt, I want you, if you will, to tell people how they can reach you, where you are, what your website is, Twitter handle, where you're on Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Well, the, we're, we're just championpt.net. You can look us up online and, and find out information about each one of the therapists, their bios, a little bit about who we are. You can research stuff. You can reach out to us there through a, an info email, um, or you can just email me at matt at championpt.net. Um, but yeah, the, we are on Instagram, Facebook. I think you just put in champion PT and we'll pop up. You can follow us if you'd like. Uh, we do post, uh, I do have some, one of my therapists that does random posts on different injury, uh, you know, different little tidbits on injuries and therapy and stuff like that. So uh, you can find us there. Um, I think we may even be in the phone book. I don't know. <laughs> I saw you in the yellow pages in 2001. So I think you were there. Yeah, I think we are. I don't know. I haven't got the, those in a while. <laughs> That's but. the truth. That's the truth. Well, I, Matt, I, I really appreciate you doing this. I know you're you're busy like everybody else, and I appreciate you taking the time to do that. John, I think is what we've got on physical therapy. You got any comments there or emails? Yeah, well, we well, I've got a question and a comment. So, uh, I've been prompted that I need to ask you about Fishmas at the yeah. uh, you know, and how you did this year. Um, how'd you do it, Fishmas this year, Matt? Fishmas. Um, Why don't you tell what Fishmas is first? Fishmas is an annual event, much like Christmas, but is a fishing trip with uh, six gentlemen, and it's a time for us to go and uh, have camaraderie, and we and we fish, and it's a little tournament between the six of us. There's an individual champion. There is a team championship. There's three teams, and then there's the big fish champion. So this year I, and as well as many, well, no, last year I did win championship on a, on a loophole. Uh, but this year I did not win champion, but I did win big fish champion. Mm. With a three and a half pound fish. 
Yeah, that's kind of kind of sad considering usually the big fish is probably seven or eight pounds plus. I was looking back to see when I won big fish last time. My my fish was nine pounds. Let's yeah. see, that's five and a half pounds bigger than your big fish, I think. Yeah, but I had a big fish, I think it was ten ten one time. I don't think so. Yes, at Lake Florence. Oh, I don't, in the rain, I beat I, Dave Wagner out. I don't believe for a second you had a 10-pound fish. Well, we'll go back and look at it. What else you got, John? Anything? <laughs> yeah, Matt, you can tell where that question came from now, can't you? Um, so, uh, yeah, I've just got a shout-out. So, my daughter was a, uh, a patient of yours uh, a few years ago. She had a knee problem. She dislocated her kneecap. And... uh you know, we, we, we weren't happy with, uh, we'll call them the corporate owned places. We won't mention any names, but, uh, your folks, we, we, we left there and found you and, and, uh, are glad we did because, uh, it was a great experience. So I, I'm just shouting you out, uh, you, you, you and your folks do great work. Of course well, you can't taste anything now, but her knee's great. <laughs> well, thanks. You know, that's what we you know, our, our, our marketing is word of mouth and, um, you know, and we, you know, we, if I always say if, if we can't fix it, then the work, cause we're, we're going to give it everything we got. And I don't know if we can't fix it, then I don't know who can, but, um, we got a really great group of people. I've got a good group between some very seasoned therapists and I've got a great group of very, kind of newer therapist. And like I said earlier, a seasoned therapist kind of have all this old time wisdom. And then the newer people come in with all these new bells and whistle tricks and combination of it. We'll, we, we come at you with everything. Great work. Congratulations. Well, I'm a big believer and I, I appreciate again, you taking the time. So for now that is to your health. <laughs>